Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Hervis and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all too confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I'm chatting all things cheat meals. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes, and let's dive in. Hello guys, hope you're having a good week. Not gonna lie to you, I recorded this episode once and for some reason it will not upload and then the audio just disappeared from my computer. So uh, we're supposed to get like crazy storms today in Colorado, so maybe that's it, I don't know. But either way, I'm going to record this again for you. We're gonna keep it short and sweet because really there's just one important thing to say about this topic and why it's impacting your consistency and also why it's impacting your relationship with food. So this is one of the questions that I often get asked when people sign up for one-on-one online coaching and it's how many cheat meals can I have a week? And my real answer is zero. And that's not because I want you to be perfect with your nutrition all the time and never eat things like tacos and pizza and pasta and all those things, you know, that you might typically be labeling as quote unquote bad. The reason I say you can't have any cheat meals or sorry, not can't. The reason I say you shouldn't have any cheat meals is because I don't want you labeling those foods as cheat foods. I don't want you labeling those foods as cheat meals. Uh, You know, calling something a cheat day or a cheat meal really implies that you're doing something wrong by eating these foods. And this is where that nasty all or nothing mentality starts to come in. Uh, You know, you do have a relationship with food and it can be good or bad. And when you start to say like, hey, I'm cheating on my diet or I'm having a cheat day, it really implies that you're doing something bad and you're doing something wrong by eating these foods. So a lot of the times what happens is you might only plan to have like a cheat meal, maybe let's say, but then you eat something and you feel these like really intense feelings of guilt because you feel like you shouldn't be eating those foods. You know, those foods are bad. You're cheating on your diet by eating those foods. And then you kind of feel like, well, I'm feeling guilty this whole day is kind of a wash. So I might as well just keep going. And it's possible that not only do you keep overeating for the rest of the day, but you might even throw in the towel for the whole weekend, especially if your cheat day is a day that, or your cheat meal is a meal where you don't count calories it gets really difficult once you eat that meal to then try to get yourself to start counting calories again the next day, especially if you still feel like the foods you're eating are bad. The natural tendency is to say like, okay, well, I'm cheating today. This is not a good day. I don't want to see what's going on. I'm not going to track anything. I'm not going to get any education about these foods and drinks. I'm just going to go ham and then I'll start again tomorrow. This is just really perpetuating that all or nothing mentality and feeling like you either have to be really perfect and really restrictive or you're not trying at all. You're not learning about calories. You're not trying to eat in a balanced way at all. You're either going to be perfect and restrictive or you're going to go completely off the rails. And as a result, a lot of the time you end up eating a lot more 
than if you hadn't labeled this day as a cheat day in the first place, if you hadn't have given this meal a negative connotation. So if I'm not about cheat meals, if I'm not about cheat days, if I don't like you labeling, you know, your food, what do I like my clients to do instead? I don't expect you to be perfect with your nutrition 100% of the time. That's not a good strategy. That's really restrictive, like we talked about. What I do want you to do, though, is to just incorporate these foods on a more regular basis and don't freaking label them. <laughs> you are not cheating when you have pizza. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not going against your diet. And this is why it is so important to make sure that all foods are included on your weight loss journey. If your current program is telling you that you can't have ice cream or you can't have Cheez-Its or you shouldn't eat pasta, then every time you do eat those foods, you are going to feel those feelings of guilt. You are going to feel like you're cheating because right now those foods are labeled as bad versus if you start incorporating these foods on a more regular basis. And this is why I really like calorie counting because truly you can start to see that foods like pizza and pasta can fit without requiring you to completely cut these foods out. Calorie counting does not require you to have a off limits, uh, you know, food list. There is nothing that you shouldn't be eating. So if you can start to learn how to incorporate pasta and pizza and you can see that you're still losing weight while eating these things and like these foods actually can fit into your calories, you're not going to feel as guilty when you eat them. You're going to realize that these can be a part of your weight loss journey and in fact, they should. So super important is to make sure that you're eating these foods on a more regular basis and when you do eat them, remove the label. You're not being bad for eating pizza because pizza's not off limits. You can have pizza if you want it. It's not a only on this specific day of the week where I'm cheating on my diet type of food. You can have it whenever. I also really stress to my clients that they're always striving for at least 80% consistency, but not 100%. But these, those 80% or sorry, the 20% times. So like in a 30 day month, that would mean about six days that you're either going over your calories or not hitting your calories. Those are so also still aren't cheat days. You can have some balance on those days. So what I like to say with those, that 20% flexibility, that's the time you're living your life. So maybe you want to go over your calories because it's your special anniversary dinner and you really just want to go and enjoy that night with your partner without worrying about hitting your calories for the day. Or maybe it's your birthday and you just don't want to track calories at all. You just want to enjoy the day. Those two instances are very different than saying, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to just completely go ham today, eat the least nutritious food I can possibly find. I'm going to feel bloated by the end of the day. I'm going to feel gross and I don't care because I'm starting over again tomorrow. That cheat day example that I just gave is really not helping your relationship with food, but looking at those six over calorie days as just flexible days allows you to have a lot more balance. It allows you to feel a lot better physically at the end of the day. And you're not going to eat as much overall in general, likely. Because just because you went over your calories, 
It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong and you should keep going over your calories. It doesn't mean that any of the foods you ate, like this is your last opportunity to eat them, so you really got to get it all in. You don't feel that way at all when it's just a 20% flexibility day as opposed to like really labeling it as a cheat day. And this is just why it is so important to give yourself that flexibility to not focus on restriction and to remind yourself that like you can still have a lot of balance without needing to have these like full on cheat days. And the extra benefit of looking at these days as just like over calorie or like non-consistent days as opposed to full on cheat days is a lot of the times you end up eating a lot less than you would on a cheat day. Because again, with that cheat day, you're really feeling like this is your last opportunity. Like you've got to eat like all the quote unquote bad foods because you will never eat them again. So you end up eating a lot more than if you didn't feel like this was your last chance. And as a result, you could very well be putting yourself in a pretty big surplus for the day and possibly even the whole week. Versus if you don't feel like those foods are off limits, if you don't feel like you, you know, this is your last opportunity to eat these foods and your over calorie days are a lot more focused on like the event itself. So like the special occasion and the reason that you're going over your calories rather than just the food itself you're not going to eat nearly as much as you would on a cheat day. And as a result, even if you're in like a slight surplus or maintenance for that day, you're not going to eat enough to put you into a surplus for the whole week like you would on a cheat day. So really just not reserving certain foods for this cheat day and not labeling the day as a cheat day and instead just giving yourself one the permission to eat these foods at any time to learn how to fit them into your calories and also to just like look at them as flexible days rather than a quote-unquote cheat day it's going to give you a much better relationship with food it's going to allow you to feel a lot more successful and it's going to allow you to just stay more balanced overall which is always the end goal. So I know this can be a tough mindset to get out of, especially if you're used to, you know, kind of like rewarding yourself for a really good week. I know a lot of people use cheat days as a reward. So I do know that this is a tough mindset to get out of, but in order to get out of it, in order to like really find more balance and ultimately see the results that you're looking for, you have to stop labeling things as good, bad, cheating, not cheating, and you have to start incorporating these foods on a more regular basis. So I encourage you to just start catching yourself in those moments. If you find yourself saying like, well, I just can't wait for my next cheat day, ask yourself if maybe you're being a little bit too restrictive during the week. Or if you catch yourself saying like, oh, well, I can't have the pizza because pizza is bad. Ask yourself, okay, wait, is pizza actually bad? Or is it possible that I could fit this pizza into my calories and still make progress towards your goals. Just really start to catch yourself when you notice that you're labeling foods, when you notice you're, you know, really looking forward or labeling an over calorie day as a cheat day. And just start to ask yourself if that's the kind of relationship with food that you want, which is like feeling like you're cheating, feeling like you have a lot of guilt, uh, feeling like you can only eat things on certain days. 
or if you think it would be better for not only just your weight loss progress, but also just your overall mental health. If you had a more neutral view on food, you allowed yourself to eat all kinds of foods at all times, and you just really started to find a more balanced approach. That wraps it up for this episode of the Sweat Simple Podcast. If you found that episode helpful, please let me know. Shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions on how to improve your relationship with food, how to no longer label days off as cheat days, shoot me an email as well. I would love to chat through it with you guys. But just in general, thank you so much for being here. And I'll chat with you next week. Mm -hmm.